This is The Real Deal, and I'm your host, Sarah Riley. Join in studio with Carly Edwards, my hype woman, and the amazing producer, Benny Mathers. Okay, today we're talking a year interview. This is the second episode in my six-episode series on goal setting, business planning, and life planning. Before you can plan for the next year, you have to take a minute to look at what you've accomplished this year, where you missed the mark, and where you need to improve. So we have all the tools to help you do just that. So here we go. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. All right, we're talking a year in review. Yes. Thank goodness. (laughs) That it's over, that we're talking about it. Oh, (laughs) bye-bye, 2019. I love 2019. 2019 was good to me. Well, oh. I think okay. every year you're you're like, okay, yes, you're so excited for the new year because you got yes. a fresh start and, you know, it just looks so bright and shiny on the road ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's a good, this is like a good time to really sit back and reflect on what you did the previous year. I agree. Good, bad, or otherwise, Benny. That's right, Benny. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> As we wrap up this year, you really need to sit down, focus on, you know, what your wins were because no matter if you had a good year or a bad year, you had wins. Yeah. So you got to think about what your wins were, where you might have fallen short. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. And this takes some effort to really like sit down and think hard about it. And so. And be honest with yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Being honest with yourself. That is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all set goals out. We all had our goals. Or even you just had an idea of like what you wanted to accomplish or you wanted your year to look like. Yeah. And now's the time to go back and see, like, did you hit those goals? Where where did you, like, pass them? Where did you really succeed? Where did you fall short? Um, so that you can hone in your plan for the next mm, year. Yes. What you need to be Ooh. working on, right? Love it. Okay, so thinking about this year, you can't just, well, you could. But, I mean, if you have other things on your mind, like I do as a working mom, you know, I've got, like, a million people and things. And it's hard to really remember. And plus your mind Blocks out the bad things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Immediately, well, at least I just like move right on. I'm like <laughs> on to the next. I don't even remember what happened. I can't remember. Mm. Um, and then like the good things, you you forget. Like you you play small in your mind. Yeah. And you forget about how great those things were. Okay, so you're thinking about a year in review. You need to get out your pictures. You got to get your phone out, your computer, whatever. Go through your pictures for the year. It's super easy on your phone because you just hit like month by month and you can like look at the month. I just did this. It's amazing. And you need to pull out your calendar. Definitely your calendar. Mm, mm-hmm. For me, that's like four calendars because I got like my paper calendar, my calendar, my calendar on my computer, phone, you know, work calendar. Um, and then and then you also need to, um, you know, maybe like social media, like your posts because you're, sure. you're posting like your wins and stuff yeah. on there. Because we're only ever posting the best things that ever happened to us on social media. Uh, of course. Yeah, that's the way it <laughs> so goes. you want to know uh-huh. what you did well, just go look at that. Yeah. Uh, but you got to pull it all out. Okay. And then get out your journal or notepad or piece of paper. 
and you're going to write down the 10 things mm-hmm. that like were your best accomplishments this year. Okay. Your 10 wins that come to mind when you're looking through these things. A couple things happened to me when I was looking through the pictures. Okay. Okay. One is I was like, wow, um, I did a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was really busy. Uh, yeah. I do take, I'm pretty good at taking pictures. You are. Sometimes yeah. I'm actually not that good, but um, it was like, okay, wow, I, I we did a lot of things and it's really good to go back and, and look at it and feel like, wow, okay, you're right. You know what? I did this really well, mm-hmm. whatever the thing is. And then I also got super nostalgic about my life and feeling like, wow, I'm so blessed. Because we are so focused on the here and now and what's not going well, rather than looking at, gosh, all these blessings we have in our lives. Yeah. I'm going to cry. I'm like, going to cry. Oh, gosh. Uh, wow. Okay. Get the tear. Get the, <laughs> get the Kleenex. You might ready. cry when you look at your pictures. But um, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. My girls have grown up so much. They've oh done so many amazing things. Yeah. I just felt overwhelmingly blessed mm. and like, wow. So if any, if nothing else, it's hopefully going to make you feel good. But it's really good to take a minute and look at all the things that you have to be grateful for in your life. Yeah. Um, Because we kind of forget sometimes. Oh, we do. Right? Yep. Um, And if you don't feel that way, if, like, those aren't the feelings that come to you when you're going back through your year and you really just, like, didn't have one for the books, Mm. you know, um, you can't go back, you guys. You can't change the beginning, but you can start where you are now and change the end. So even though maybe you didn't have the best year, it's okay. We still have things to be grateful for. Everyone has something to be grateful for. So you need to write down your wins. But if you didn't have the best year, it doesn't matter because you're starting now for next year. Yes. You are in control of your destiny. You you have the pen. You got to write your story. So, okay, enough of that. Or we're going to talk about what we what we did well. Okay, let's Okay, do we're going to start with the wins okay. and we'll get to the losses later. Okay, so. I, I love your wins because I get to be a little part of it. Yeah, and even if you're not, I tell you about all the things. I know. No, your, your wins are my wins. I'm like, Carly, guess what happened to me? All the time. She's like, uh-huh, I got to go to work, Sarah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I got to go. I'll see you when yeah. you get here, Sarah. Okay. See when you get to the office. Okay, so you're going to take out your journal. You're going to write down 10 of your biggest wins over the last year. And I wrote mine down. I did this. I'm not, I walked the walk, peeps. And I am going to share with you. This is actually uh, this is hard for me. I'll tell you why in a minute. But I'm going to share with you my ten wins that I okay. wrote down first. That first came to my mind. Um, I became a branch manager this year. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, I did that. Um, I hit my personal volume goal. Yes, I closed over fifty million in volume. For me, is a big goal, and while running a brand new branch and making a lot of changes there, so that's a huge win. I stayed focused on my business. Um, I got a round of applause. Oh, you do? Can you hear it? I don't know. Okay, thanks, Benny. (laughs) Thanks, Benny. I got away. This might sound crazy, and this might, these might not, my wins might not be like something that you want in your life, (laughs) but they're mine, okay? Um, I got away every single month, either with my kids, like my whole family, or just me and my husband. So we, I spent a lot of intentional time with my family and my kids, my hubby, and um, that was a goal I had set out at the beginning of the year. We had planned out our calendar, and we, we did it. We did all the things. That's awesome. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I launched two new websites this year. Uh, I forgot about that. But I was, <laughs> I was like, like, wow. What? No. 
Yeah, we like did all the pictures, made yeah. all the content, created out of our beautiful brains with the help of Adri, our amazing. Oh, Adri. Oh, can't live She's without Adri. She's our mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. does so much amazing things for us in like our marketing, graphic design, and all yep. that. But uh, we did it. We launched two websites this year. It's wonderful. Okay. I started this podcast. Yay. You guys are so lucky I started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Um, Randy and I started building our dream second home. Aww. We actually, like, broke ground, and it's being constructed. That's a big win for That's us, huge. personally. Uh, hey, do you remember in, like, June, Carly? I ran a half marathon. You totally did. <laughs> <laughs> that was this year, too. This is, I'm telling you, it's crazy when you, like, look at it all, right? Um, well, I remodeled our office after taking over the branch, remodeled the office and remodeled my house. Mm-hmm. Remodeled a lot of things this year. That's like two things right there. I know, but I just. Did you I, lump it in together? Yeah, I did. Oh, no. Yeah. But I only had 10 lines. Oh, okay. We grew the team. Mm-hmm. Hired some new people. Yes. Um, not everyone stayed, but one did. I mean, it's, it's hard to grow a team. It's hard to take over a branch, run your own personal business run the branch, grow all the things, and but we did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting that on there. Whether it's big or small, we grew. Yes. Um, and I still hold the surfing record on my boat. Okay. That's right. I can still surf better than anyone that has surfed behind my boat. <laughs> <laughs> Until the Wake kids surfing. get older. Hey, well, they're going to, I mean, they got some practice to do. I know. They're only 10. They're, Bain's only yeah. 10. <laughs> they the fact that she can surf at all is remarkable. It is. Don't, but they always surpass us somehow, right? I just got to hold the title for as long as possible. Okay, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those were my 10 big wins, and they're they're a mixed bag. You know, they're personal, professional, and they should be for you too. Yes. Your wins, right? Um, it's really hard for me to write down the wins, I got to say. It's hard for me to talk about them, to tell you my wins, because I don't know. Honestly, when I started writing them down, the first thing I think is – well, I could have improved on that. I should have closed more volume. I should have done da da da. So I immediately like start feeling like there's room for improvement. So it's not really a win. Okay, that's false, Sarah. It's still a win. And then now this year I get to set a new goal. So I still accomplished a goal that I set for myself. And if I could have done better, awesome. I have more opportunity this year to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. But I still did good. You did amazing. Thank you, Carly. You're welcome. I'm talking to myself. This is hard for me. And then. I know. I thought I was might need to read your wins for you. <laughs> I know. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I am really proud of I you, I spoke actually. them out loud. <laughs> That's really great. Good uh, job. Thank you. And then I also, like, feel like when I, and not everybody feels this way, but I know I'm, I can't be the only one. But when I write them down, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I closed over 50 million in volume. That's great. But there's a lot of people that do way more than that. And I feel like, eh. It's not really that much of an accomplishment, you know, and then I feel and I want to play small and I don't want to write it down. Like I'm building a second home. Cool. Like a lot of people can build second home. Like, how's that a win? Okay, listen, did my did my voice pop into your head and be like, Sarah, stop comparing yourself? No, I'm not comparing. I'm just I mean, I am. I'm just saying that to me, it's not all that remarkable because other people have done it and done it better. And if other people can accomplish it, then I feel like eh, it's not really a big deal. Anyone can do that. But that's not the point. Why I'm telling you this is because I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> it's not the point. The point is those were my goals. Yes. And I had not done them prior to this, and I accomplished them, and therefore I need to be proud of what I have done. Hallelujah. And so do you. Yes. So write down your 10 things, okay? 
Okay. So that's the first thing you're going to do. I'm taking notes. Good. You should all be taking notes. <laughs> um, okay. Now we've reviewed our wins. Mm. Okay. We're not going to losses yet. I was just trying to elude that we are, but we're not. We're sticking with the wins for a little bit. Now you're going to write down, you're going to take those wins and you're going to write down the three things that were like the biggest wins to you and why they were super important to you. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to dive a little bit deeper on your wins and, but also just like why, why, why you're really proud of those things. So do that. Then we're going to go to what maybe you could have improved on. So for me, I know exactly what I could have improved on. I don't know if it's really clear to everyone else of what they could have improved on this year. But for me, there's like a million things. I just picked one to share with you. <laughs> uh, I'm a work in progress, as we all are. Uh, but for me this year where I really, really fell short, and I know, I think you probably know because I talk about it all the time, is my health. I definitely fell short. I cut myself short on health. I was not consistent in my exercise or eating healthy, and I actually gained weight this year. Yeah, I gained weight. There's more of me to love. So, you know, there's that. That's a good thing. A good <laughs> if thing. you love me, you get more. But um, <laughs> it's it's not good for me personally. I'm carrying extra weight around that I shouldn't be. And I can't be my best self or perform at my highest level or have the most energy when I don't feel great. Yep. And so that is something that I'm definitely going to be focusing on in 2020 and putting a plan around it. But right now we're just isolating what is the, like, you know, one to three things that you feel like you a goal that you had set that you didn't reach or something that you maybe fell really short on like me. I didn't necessarily set any particular health goals. And the ones I did set, like running half marathon, I did run a half marathon. But for me, it was just like it wasn't a constant um, everyday habit that I normally do have mm -hmm. of taking care of myself that I need to work on. So you need to figure out what those three things are. Write them down. Now we're going to talk about what you learned this past year. And you probably learned a few things. I I've, hope. I've learned so much. That's because you got to work with me. Oh, I had to say it. <laughs> That's exactly. It's, it's the truth. Oh, really? I was just tooting my horn. Oh. I was making a joke. But dum bum bum Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but really, what did you learn this past year? I mean, we've all learned a lot of things. I, you know, just piggybacking on the health thing, mm -hmm. have learned that I have to prioritize myself, my health above all else, because taking care of me makes me a better mom, a better wife, a better boss, a better everything. And so I also have learned, these are like my two big things, but I, there's a lot of things I've learned. Um, and I, I just don't want you to like, no, I don't want to like bore you with a hundred million things, but I want you to know <laughs> that there's a lot of things I've learned. So I'm sure you've learned a few things too, but, um, I also need to focus on my calendar. Whatever I put on there is non-negotiable. And this sort of is with the health too because mm. I push that aside because I feel other like other things are maybe more important. But when I say no to my health, like that's that's bad. I mean, that's bad. I'm saying when I'm saying yes to all these other things that are coming in that I'm saying those are more important than my I'm saying no to my health. That that's not as important and that just is not okay anymore. And so this next year, that's another thing that I have like bulleted that I'm going to focus on how to build a plan around owning my calendar because I'm a huge about my calendar, mm -hmm. but it's just that sometimes we push things aside, yeah. right? And everything that I put on there, I put on there for a reason and it's important. And so um, I'm just not going to break the commitment I made to myself this next year. Awesome. I know. 
gonna make me happy. Is it? Yeah. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> this is why she's my hype woman. She tells me all the good things. <laughs> Since I, well, I do a lot with your calendar, so oh, I mean. so if I actually do it, it's on there. It'll make you feel. I get it now. <laughs> nice. She's so smart. <laughs> she's like Sarah. We didn't talk about your calendar today. It's a daily thing. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole episode about calendars. But anyways, um, of course we are. Uh huh. We have to. <laughs> we have to. There's just so many things you could learn about how to manage your time and your calendar and all the managing of things. Um, okay, so where did you grow the most did this year? Did she say malinging? That's what I thought I think too. she did. Go back. <laughs> say, say it again. Say it again. I don't know what I said. You said malinging. Malinging your calendar. He's got to malinge your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> okay. Um, next question. So I hope you guys have your journal and you're writing these things down, your questions that you're asking yourself. The last one was, what did you learn this past year? The next one is, where did you grow the most this year? So, Carly, where did you grow the most this year? Oh, definitely professionally. Professionally? Yes. Business. Yes. Yeah. You did grow a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're pretty remarkable, Carly. Oh, she's going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sarah. You're welcome. Yeah, I also grew professionally this year. I think mainly because I was so focused on, you know, professional goals yeah. But um, taking over a branch, implementing all the change that we did, and making it successful where it wasn't prior, Mm-mm. wasn't doing well, oh. and now, oh. Well done, Sarah. Thanks, Thank Well you. done, Sarah. And team. And, and family. Team. And team, yeah. But also doing all that while not losing sight of my personal goals, my personal volume goals, I feel like that really pushed me to grow and, and constantly be learning. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you need to write down what what area that you grew the most in. Um, this show also makes me grow. Yeah. Right? Because I, I have to be learning constantly to create good content that brings value to other people. So I'm I'm just like an open book, reading, listening all the time, being coached by multiple coaches so that I have, you know, great, valuable content for you wonderful listeners. For that. Do you give me a thumbs up, Benny? Yep. People can't hear that. I know. <laughs> But you can say it. Uh, Benny gave me a thumbs up. Uh, here are some more questions that you guys need to ask yourselves. I'm just going to run through them. So write them down because these are really important when you're going back through your year. Okay. So what was the biggest risk that you took last year? Mm-hmm. Where did you grow relationally? What was the best choice you made? I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Who made the greatest impact on you? What was the one word that would describe last year? Okay, this is so I just love this because you got to have a word of you got to have a word, okay? Word of the year. Word of the year. Mm-hmm. My word of the year for 2019 which I picked at the beginning of the year was badassery. Yes, and, it was. <laughs> uh-huh. It's been posted on my office wall and I feel like I owned that word this year. Yeah. Yeah. I sure did. And so now the next question is uh what one word would you like to describe this next year? You got to pick your word. Yes. What is it going to be? And it should be big and powerful and have like really deep meaning to you. And then you got to live up to that word all year long. Every day. Okay. So that's fun. Do that. Now. Okay. You guys. Time. Time is on. My, is that a song? <laughs> okay. Good. Uh. We only have so much time in a day to accomplish our goals. There's only so much time. Mm-hmm. Okay, we talk about time a lot. It's like really finite. 
commodity and there's only so much of it. And so this is where you have to go back and look at your calendar and how you actually spent your time last year. Yeah. You know I love this, Carly. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. I love it because you need to figure out how much time did you spend on things that were not getting you to your goal. They weren't helping you, you know, reach your dreams. They weren't pushing you towards what you're, where you're trying to go. Maybe they were even taking you, you know, off path. Yeah. Right? And so it's really important to go back and see if you were doing activities that helped you reach your goals or pulled you away from them and how much time you spent on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really important. This is a huge important part of planning for next year because p- managing your calendar and planning your calendar is part of goal and um, goal and life planning because if you don't have the activities on your calendar to help you reach the goal, then what the heck? You're just throwing you know a noodle at the wall. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah you see are. If it sticks. You're just hoping it sticks. You got no plan. You have no idea of how it's actually going to happen. You're just flying by the seat of your pants, hoping that you know it all comes to fruition. But you need to make sure that it's built into your calendar and you've set aside time and bandwidth to accomplish those things that are going to help you reach your goal. So here's what I do. Yay. Let's um, see. Well, Carly knows because she like looks at my calendar every day. Probably has nightmares about my calendar. But I color code that <laughs> sucker. Okay. So for me, everything that I put on my calendar is purposeful and it's there for a reason. And so I color code it. So when I'm looking at it, I know if I'm pushing something off, like why? For instance, if it's green, it is something that makes money. Mm-hmm. It's a prospecting. That is that is something that is going to earn me income, a green activity. Blue is business development. Uh, red is like non-negotiable have-to meetings. Mm-hmm. And then uh, purple is personal things. Mm-hmm. Personal, which it, could which be kids' is- stuff, my stuff, all the personal stuff. Teal is exercise. Okay, that's on there. Yellow is my drive time. I do. I like put. You have to put that you in guys, there. I'm telling you, there'll be a whole episode about calendars. <laughs> you got yellow is my drive time between things because you have to account for that. Yep. Um, is that all the things, Carly? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So then when I go back and I'm looking at my calendar for the year, I can see how much time I spent on those things. Yeah. And to be honest, even though it was on there, it doesn't mean that I always did it. So it's really important that when you are using your calendar that if you don't do the thing, you delete it mm-hmm. so that when you go back for the year, which I'm going to be better about this year, you can actually really see what you spent because you got to know how much time did you spend prospecting, working on your business to grow an income, and how much time did you spend on Instagram? Mm. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, and personal things. I mean, we all get get pulled in so many directions to commit to so many things that take away from maybe the goal of, maybe your goal is that you want to have a balanced life and you want to exercise, cuddle your kids, and make a good living. And then you get asked to do all these other things that don't reach those three yeah. things. But you did them anyways. How much time do you spend on that stuff that took you away from cuddling your kids? Yeah. We have to learn to say no sometimes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this exercise is for, is for you to go back and see what things are you going to let go of going into the next year. Mm. You like it? Yes. Okay. Very powerful. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Number, number, numbers. No, there's no song for numbers. You guys can't see it, but she has this crazy little smirk on her face like, ooh, I gotcha. I'm going to get you. Like the Grinch? No. Grinch have a smirk? Just got a plan. Ooh, like a witch? Like a hmm, mischievous, mischievous? I don't know. Something, something, somebody that's really smart, witty, and probably pretty good looking has a grin like this. And, um, <laughs> yes. I am here to talk about numbers. Woo! I love numbers. You do. I'm kind of a, a nerd and I geek out about numbers. But here's the thing, you guys. If you don't know your numbers, you do not know your business. Mm-hmm. Preach, sister. Seriously. 
you know people know their business. When you ask them a question like, you know, how many leads did you get this year? Or what are your conversion rates? Or And they can just like rattle it off. They know what percentage of their business comes from this avenue and what comes from this avenue. They know exactly where their business comes from. Yep. Those people are dialed in and they're successful. And they're going to continue to grow in success. And mm-hmm. you want to be those people. Okay? Yes, you do. So you got to know your numbers. It doesn't matter what business you're in. You have to know the leading indicators that are going to grow your business so that you can reach your new goals in the next year. Here's what you need to know. Okay. Okay. So this is what I do, and and I'm pretty sure you can make this relate to any sort of business that you're out creating an income. Whatever your leading indicators are, whatever you need to measure, you just change it to that thing. Okay. So first of all, you need to know how much income you earned this past year. Okay. And then how many units or dollar volume did you close or both, depending Mm -hmm. on what you measure? And then what was your average commission? If you're a commission person or dollars earned, what was your average income earned per transaction? Yep. Okay. And then for us in lending, we need to know what our average loan amount or what your average transaction size is. Yeah. Okay. So that you can then figure out that you need these numbers with your conversion rates to figure out how you're actually going to get to your new goal. Mm. Okay. Conversion rates are going to be like the percentage of your lead to deal. Yep. And this means, you guys, that you have to track your leads. Okay. Like seriously (laughs) track your leads. Leads are gold. Why would you work harder when you can work smarter? Those people have already connected with you in some way or another or been connected to you. Mm -hmm. You should be working those like a gold mine. Like you're on gold rush, you know, pining for, <laughs> I mean, seriously. You're mining the gold. Yeah. You see when they pour that gold into the measuring, you're just like watching it tick up with dollars. That's what Ooh. I see when I look at my lead tracker. Uh-huh. Okay. So you need to track your leads and then you know your lead to deal ratio, right? In lending, it's really important to know um, how many applications, someone that applied with us yep. and to deal. So once they actually take an application, not just a lead then from that conversion rate to an actual deal. But you have your own leading indicators and you all know what they are. You need to be tracking those percentages because that's how you can go back, reverse engineer, and break down exactly based on this goal of this income I want to earn. I have to close this many units, which earns me this amount of income. And last year I did this many, but based on my conversion rate, I need to get, you know, 150 more leads to hit my new goal. Okay. You got to know your numbers, you guys. It takes a little bit of time to go back through last year, but if you keep track, it you know it shouldn't be hard. This year might be harder if you didn't keep really good track, but I'm pretty sure that you'll be better going forward next year, mm-hmm. and it's just going to help you so much in your business. Your business, everyone's business is so different. So maybe you're tracking appointments or conversations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's different things that you're tracking, but those are your leading indicators. So you just need to know how many of those you're having, and find a really simple way to keep track of those things. Mm-hmm. Now you're ready to start planning. You've got your numbers, you've done your year in review, and now it's time to start planning. Mm. But you need to be intentional about your planning, you guys, okay? You need to find a quiet place that you're going to plan. You need to set aside time for this. Yep. And this I'm this is no joke. I'm, getting, I'm serious, you guys, okay? <laughs> you're planning for your future. You're planning with, for the time you're going to spend with your kids, how you're going to be intentional in your relationship with your spouse, how you're going to show up to work, and how you're going to hit these crazy goals you set for yourself. You cannot do that at your kitchen counter. No. You cannot do that at your office with a million people distracting you all day long. No. You need to find a quiet place where no one is going to bother you, 
that you're going to be intentional and do this thing because I don't know about you, but when I get distracted, when I'm in deep thought, which this takes deep thought, it, okay? It completely does. Deep thought. And then someone comes in and distracts you, it takes me forever to get back to that thought if I ever even can find that sucker again. Mm-hmm. It's gone, okay? So you need to find a place that you can do this. I'm actually staying at a hotel for the day. I'm Everybody in my family knows where I'm at, so if there's an emergency, I can be found. <laughs> but my phone will be off. Yes. Your phone must be off. People are fine, okay? People are fine. They'll be fine for six hours, okay? You can check in a couple times, turn your phone on, and have a set time that you're going to call your team or your spouse and check in. Everyone's still alive, okay? But just this is important, and if you take your goals seriously, then take planning them seriously and set aside a place. Maybe it's the library. I don't, you know, wherever your quiet zen place is, find that, schedule the time, put it on your calendar, let everyone know what you're doing, and then let the planning begin. Woo! See you next year. want to hang out with me more you can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com and if you need some more real in your life check me out on instagram and facebook sarah riley senior mortgage advisor nmls 180007 fairway independent mortgage corporation nmls number 2289 is an equal housing lender this is not an offer to enter into an agreement not all customers will qualify information rates and programs are subject to change without notice all products are subject to credit and property approval this show is brought to you by the riley home team with fairway independent mortgage corporation For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, We know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.